Hello, and welcome to episode 75 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, You are catching us right at the three-quarter mark uh, of our Nintendo Entertainment System tournament. Uh, We took IGN's list of the 100 best games for the NES, you know, took them one to 100, put them into a tournament bracket, and we've been at this for a year and a half now, and we are entering the home stretch. One of these two games will advance to the round of 16. It'll be either the number 10 seed, DuckTales, or number 23, Bubble Bobble. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And yeah, look at this. Back-to-back weeks, we've got new episodes. Uh, hey, we are, we are, like I said, we are back. We are back. <laughs> and uh, we are about to enter you know, spooky season for games here. Uh, This is our first episode in October. Uh, Neither of these games are particularly scary, but uh, we are, we do have uh, a couple of Castlevania games coming up at the end of the month. We just, we eliminated all the scary games in round one. So (laughs) we didn't have anything, uh, you know, zombie nation. We hardly knew ye. Um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. I do. We did. Uh, Fester's Revenge. I yeah, guess yeah. you could count it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. What did we play last October? Demon Sword was terrible and got eliminated. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins was bad, but made it to the second. Not bad, but made it to the second round, then lost to Final Fantasy. Uh, Gargoyles Quest 2 won, but then lost to Zelda. And Zombie Nation lost to Ninja Turtles 2. Maniac Mansion beat Little Nemo, and then lost to Mega Man 2. So yeah, it's pretty much just the Castlevanias left as far as scary games. I guess there's scary elements to like Metroid, but... Yeah, it could get scary, and the music sometimes is like, ooh. Yeah. Like, now Metroid games are legit scary, but uh, <laughs> not as... not quite as much on the NES. Um now the new one that's coming out apparently you get chased during the whole game so. yeah that's what i've heard that there's just kind of a something after you start to finish um so, so that's, that's exciting that. uh <laughs> speaking of of exciting our timing could not be better this was a complete accident but we are launching our episode with bubble bobble the same day that a new bubble bobble game launches yep. um we are recording this a couple days in advance, so neither of us has had a chance to play uh, Bubble Bobble for friends. Uh, but uh, I'm excited for a new Bubble Bobble. I uh, um, is it is it mobile? Uh, no, I think it's console. Let me see. Uh, Steam, PS4, and Switch. Interesting. And well, I assume, you know, probably Xbox eventually, unless I there's some try. licensing issue between Taito and Microsoft. But nothing I've heard about. But yeah, yeah so let's uh, let's talk about Bubble Bobble. Uh, it is a 1988 platformer developed by Taito, released in arcades in 1986, but then obviously ported to the NES in 88. Uh, it was designed by Fukio Mitsuji, with music composed by Tadashi Kimijima. Uh, it had a first round bye in our tournament, then beat the Guardian Legend back in episode 42. 
Bubby and Bobby's girlfriends have been abducted by the evil Baron Von Blubba, who then turns Bubby and Bobby into bubble dragons named Bob and Bob. Bob and Bob venture into the 100-level Cave of Monsters to rescue the girls. One of the first games to have multiple endings. To complete it as one player, you get a message suggesting that you, quote, come here with your friend, uh, which is honestly a little creepy sounding. Complete it uh, with two players, the dragons are reunited with their girlfriends and everybody turns back to human. That also will unlock a code that reveals super mode, which is harder and faster and has its own ending in which it's revealed that the final boss, a cloaked character named Super Drunk, is actually Bubby and Bobby's parents under the influence of an unrevealed menace, presumably the Baron. Uh, and defeating Super Drunk on Super Mode turns the dragons and their parents back to humans and reunites everybody with the girls as well. Uh, this game has spawned 21 sequels across 19 different platforms. Uh, Arcade Cabinet, TurboGrafx-16, NES, Amiga, Atari ST, Game Boy, Sega Saturn, Metal Game, Bandai Wonderswan, Patchy Slot, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, PlayStation Portable, WiiWare, Xbox Live Arcade, iOS, Android, Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation 4. And that doesn't even include the massive Pubble Bobble, sorry, Puzzle Bobble franchise, aka Bust a Move, which has nine games of its own. Uh, your Sinclair Magazine, Yahoo, Stuff, Games TM, Games Radar, Hardcore Gaming 101, and Game Informer have all included the game in their best games of all time lists. Uh, and it is the last Taito game remaining in our tournament. I don't remember how many we started with, but we are down to one. Nice. Yeah, I don't remember how much we started with. but Yeah, uh, I could probably find that relatively easily. But uh, yeah, so... Bubble Bobble is just one of those games that it's just like joyful to play. Like I just really, really have a good time anytime we play that. Uh, it's very hard and can get very frustrating. Um, but uh, no, I, I, I just, I really enjoy it. I was glad I uh, got to spend another hour with it this week. I agree. Uh, it's just one of those games where you could just, play all day try to beat it kind of like tetris kind of like yeah dr mario it's just one of those games you just casually could just jump in I, right i mean i guess there is a story but i didn't know i mean <laughs> i didn't know two people turn into dragons or whatever you didn't know about bob and bob and baron von yeah Blubber? how dare i <laughs> uh actually i just looked it up there were five taito games when the tournament started uh, oh, okay. But Demon Sword, Little Samson, Power Blade, and Kicks have all been eliminated. Huh. Hard to believe that the same people that made this made Kicks. Which was yeah. um, God, God, still God. probably the worst game uh, that we played in this tournament. I mean, they learned. They're like, you know what? We can't make this trash again. <laughs> so That's, That's got to be it, yeah. So that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, so if you've never Man. played Bubble Bobble, uh, it is it's sort of an action puzzle platformer. Uh, kind of, there's not really anything that you can compare it to, uh, where you play as you know Bub or Bob, and your only you you know the NES controller has two buttons: A jumps and B blows bubbles, 
And so you can trap enemies in bubbles and you defeat them by then popping that bubble. Uh, but you can also use the bubbles to reach higher platforms. Uh, sometimes you will need to use special bubbles that appear in the levels to shoot lightning uh, at enemies you couldn't otherwise bubble or drop water on them. Uh, it's just kind of a, it's a very inventive game uh, that just kind of slowly adds new elements to it. So it's kind of one long tutorial level, like teaching you how to play the game as you go. Uh, just a very, you know, kind of elegant uh, interface for, you know, what could have just been a silly, you know, dragons blowing bubbles platformer. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, ah, man, I didn't even know what to say about this game. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's that, not, there's not a lot to say about it other than, you know, yeah. it's, that's what it is and it's really good at it. Everything it sets yeah. out to do, at least in my opinion, everything it sets out to do, it does really, really well. The music exactly. is great. The controls are great. Uh, once you figure them out, because the first couple times you have to like make a stack of bubbles to get a pie, it can be a little like, wait, what am I doing? Um, but once you, yeah, you kind of get the and, rhythm uh, of it. Here's the thing. We played the game before. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to see like if, if there's anything new, anything that it added to it. And honestly, no. I felt like I was playing the same old, you know, game. Yeah. So did you, uh, we'll get into how far we made it later, but did you use a password to pick up where you left off last time? I or? did. You did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will, you know, spoiler alert for that segment. I forgot at first that I had a password. So I started from the beginning and then a couple game overs in, I was like, oh, wait. And I found my password and, and jumped. Yeah. Back. So. Same so I don't, with mine, I don't know how far I, guess, I would have made it. But. I think mine was weird. Mine saved it. Oh, nice. It doesn't have a save feature, but I don't know, for some reason, where I played it, it had it, and I was like, okay. It just had, like, a built-in <laughs> save state. Nice. I guess. I get. I don't, I don't know how that works. I got to check it out, actually, because some games do do that. I think yeah. sometimes I have to, sh like, shut down mm -hmm. my computer, like, the game. It sometimes right. it stays open, so it's a little weird. Well, I played on the original, not the original hardware. I mean, the original, yeah, the original software. I have the cartridge, uh, but I played it on my Retron because my original NES hasn't worked in like two decades. Yeah, um, he did. But, for, but I did. Uh, he did. He did, did just lift it, so he does yes. have the cartridge. <laughs> I, I showed it to the camera, which only Ricky can see. Uh, <laughs> I did not, but I wonder. I don't know if this game is in the Switch Online. Maybe. I would imagine if it wasn't, I bet it will be soon if they're launching Bubble Bobble 4 on uh, Switch. Yeah. Um, well, let me see. It wasn't on. Well, Switch was on that list of platforms that the sequels are on, but I don't remember if it was ever actually ported to switch bubble bubble all of this info is for bubble bubble four <laughs> yeah i don't think it was but anyway i, yeah, I don't think it was either uh, i'm pretty sure this game has been on it's one of those games that's been on every system uh-huh and yeah. uh it's in like probably, every compilation of stuff yeah, it's probably mobile now too 
Probably. If it's, I mean, if, if bubble bubble isn't, I'm sure bust a move is. Yeah. Bust. Yeah. That's, that's the, like I said, this is the first time we played it. The first time I heard of this was bust a move. Mm-hmm. That was the first game I played for sure. Yeah. I think that's been the kind of longest lasting, you know, kind of legacy of this game is the, is the puzzle bobble is I think everywhere, but the States calls it. I think only we call it bust a move. Um, Crazy. We just got to be different. Yep. And one thing I do like about this game is the transition of levels. Yes. That is a, one of the best things about this. And of course the levels itself, like the animation, some of the levels have is always mm-hmm. great. And I know I said that the first time we played it, but the transitions are so smooth. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm on to the next one and on yep. to the next one. Yep. As soon as you finish a level, you like you bubble up and then you float down to the next, you know, level of the cave of monsters and you got a whole new puzzle to solve. So I'm really wondering if like they load all a hundred levels at one time. Yeah. Because you know the loading time is like what? A second, maybe for the yeah, but not even because there's like a second of where you can still run around and pick stuff up after you've killed the yeah. last enemy. Um, but yeah, it's I mean it's pretty smooth. It's really smooth. Yeah. So yeah, I've never really I've never really timed it. I just have noticed like you know you have a couple seconds to to make your move. Uh, but yeah, so as good as Bubble Bobble is. As great as Bubble Bobble is, it is our underdog this week because it is up against the number 10 seed DuckTales. Ooh. Ooh. A 1989 <laughs> platformer developed and published by Capcom. It was produced by Tokuro Fujiwara, uh, David Mullich, and Darlene Waddington. Designed by Yoshinori Takanaka. Programmed by Nobuyuki Matsushima. With art by Keiji Inafune, Naoya Tomita, Hironori Matsumara and Miki Kijima, and with music composed by Hiroshige Onomura. Uh, it also had a first round bye, and then it beat a boy in his blob trouble on Blobolonia back in episode 64. Scrooge McDuck, who uses his cane and overwhelming wealth to travel from mines in Africa, the Amazon, the Himalayas, Transylvania, and the moon in search of treasure to become the world's richest duck. There are three different endings, depending on how rich Scrooge is at the end. Uh, Capcom had previously worked with Disney to publish Hudson's Mickey Mousecapade, which somehow made our tournament, but thinking, oh, we can do so much better than that, they did, and made this, the first time Capcom had ever made a licensed game. Uh, they used several people who'd worked on the Mega Man series, including Fujiwara Inafune and sound programmer Yoshihiro uh, Sakaguchi. With 1.67 million copies sold, it is the 37th highest selling game in NES history, 22nd most among games in our tournament, uh, and it is one of four Capcom games left. Man. Capcom hanging in there with Nintendo as far as the... Capcom, man. Till this day, still one of my favorite publishers. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. They, they rarely miss over at Capcom. So what do you think about this game? I mean, it's still great. It's still a an iconic platformer. Um, you know, it still holds up into that third hour. Um, this one, unfortunately, I mean, I can't speak for the way you played it, but uh, no safe state 
so I had to start from the beginning. Um, yep. So that, you know, it was a little frustrating, you know, having, you know, made some progress over the course of two hours last time we played it and then having to start from scratch this time. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's, it's really fun. It's got some fun um, kind of, I mean, it's honestly, it's kind of a Metroidvania in some ways. Um the yeah, way that uh, especially in like Transylvania where you're going in and out of mirrors and having to like double back to to do a thing so you can get through the next one um yeah it's just it's a really interesting platformer it's definitely like this top 10 slot it feels a little high for me just based on how much I love some of the lower seated games but right. it's I mean it's definitely it's it's in the discussion for the for the all-time greats on the console yeah I especially playing uh castlevania now like definitely uh has a lot of uh homage homages to castlevania like i think castlevania definitely was their inspiration for this game for sure and uh yeah i i just this game is really pretty it's really good it uses uh you know the series really well Mm -hmm. like Fester's Revenge again Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you said that in the first pod you know it's it's a really solid game yeah because you'll get like you'll come across um launch pad flying around in his little helicopter that you can use to make long jumps like you jump up and grab the rope and then you can swing across to another platform or he'll also just like take you back to the like to your base um yeah and then you know Huey Dewey Louie and the the niece whose name I can never remember um, all show up at various times in the levels with, with hints or having been abducted and you have to rescue them from the, the, what the beagle gang. I can't remember what the, the villains yeah. were called. I don't remember either. It's so long, but yeah, between this, fair, I, I watch rescue Rangers a lot more, but same. I do need to watch. I do need to watch the new DuckTales, but. Yeah, between and and next week we are going to play Rescue Rangers, uh, you know, spoiler for later in the episode where we talk about what we're playing next week. Uh, But I mean, Capcom's partnership with Nintendo during this time frame was just, you know, like I, you know, I I joked earlier when I was talking about, you know, Mickey Mouse Capade, which was a Nintendo game, or sorry, Hudson made it um, using the Disney license and then Capcom published it um but like you know you can imagine the conversation that capcom then had with disney of like hey look we're happy to do this for you but uh can we try making our own with uh with some of our homeboys that made Mega Man 2 because uh, i think <laughs> you'll like what you see more than uh than what hudson did and uh then they come out with ducktales and rescue rangers like within the span of like two years of each other and uh yeah, just I mean they're they're still among the best licensed games ever made, in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely it, of the era. I was thinking about it, I was like, man, Capcom has been in with Disney and Marvel and all these like Disney properties for so long. Mm-hmm. Like they have to have a great relationship to this day. Like they yeah. just have to. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, they're still, I mean, they're few and far between, but I haven't heard anything that would suggest that we're never going to see another Marvel versus Capcom, which, you know, would suggest that they still have a good working relationship that they. 
You know, I know people are still trying to make a, a, even a <laughs> to just re-release Marvel vs. Capcom 2 right now. So, <laughs> hashtag free MVC2. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did that make that list that you sent me last night or the night before, whenever that was that we yes. were talking about that? Yep. It is on that there. Game, okay. It is on there, yep. Okay. As well it should be. That's one of the all-time great arcade fighters. Um, <laughs> DuckTales, though. Um, still super fun. We talked about in the first the first DuckTales episode, uh, episode 64, um, we talked about the the moon theme in particular being just, you know, an iconic piece of video game music um, that still, you know, pops up in things now, uh, whatever, 32 years later. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a really pretty game. The, the 8-bit sprites are just like a perfect match for that, um, you know, the Saturday morning cartoon style uh, of the Disney shows of the era. Um, yeah, it works yeah, it's, really well. It's really great. It does. Like, for an NES game, it, it kind of looks like a Super Nintendo game. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think if really the only thing for me that kind of sells it as an NES game as opposed to Super Nintendo is the size of the sprites. Um, right. Like, I feel like because uh, we had talked about this when we talked about uh, Kirby's Adventure earlier in the tournament as well. Like Kirby doesn't take up much real estate on the screen, and I don't feel like Scrooge does either. Um, and yeah, you're right. The Super Nintendo it like zooms in on mm-hmm. on uh, they can your do main more character. detail with the yeah. the 16 with the the better graphics chip. Um, because you can look at like a game like Contra where the characters are bigger but they're not very detailed um, as opposed to this where the, you know, or Kirby where you have a very small character, but just like, you know, a ton of detail. Um, But I think if it was, you know, if it was a super Nintendo game, it would be, you know, everything would be scaled up a little bit, uh, which is not a knock on this game at all. That's just, you know, I've, I've come to realize having played more and more of these games as we go, um, that that's kind of, mentally how i can tell the difference between the eight and the 16-bit games is the the size of the sprites yeah i you know i didn't think about it until you said it i was like yeah you're right you can see the difference for sure yeah well you ready to uh take this to the uh the proverbial next level and find out who made it farther let's do it Bubble Bobble. Um, as I mentioned, um, I forgot that I had a password, so I just started from scratch and made it to level 45. Um, and I made, so that took me about 50 minutes out of the hour. Um, and then I remembered I had the password for from when I made it to level 83 last time. So I put that no. in and made it to level 87. Wow. Well, okay. I did not make it that far. I made it to level 72. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. I was like... Uh, That's still pretty good. Yeah. Where did you start from? Do you remember what level your password... Or no, where you... Not your password, but where you... I think it was up? like 30. It wasn't... The, no, 
I think I didn't do that hot the first time. I, I think I was like level 31 or 32. Okay. Yeah, I mean, some of those middle stages are pretty rough. Yeah. Especially gets... when I start to introduce the like the levels where there's like three columns and then just like an endless abyss in between them. And you have to like fall forever and try and time your bubbles or like sending lightning. Like those those yeah. take a long time. I'm pretty sure like after 50 year I so I feel like one through like what 30 is easy mode and mm-hmm. then 30 through probably like 60 you're like in median and then when you go mm-hmm. up it's you're in hard mode cuz it was getting pretty difficult at the yeah, end. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was like, "Geez, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this." <laughs> and I did it. I couldn't get past this level. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right. Well, I will I will take a win on that. Uh, and DuckTales. Uh, I, in the hour, you mentioned, you know, we had two hours last time, uh, only one hour this time, I managed to finish uh, Transylvania and the African Mine, uh, but ran out of time before I could finish a third level. Ooh. I made it to, uh, I don't know what level I made it to, but I made it to, def- I was fighting like a giant rock. It looked hmm. like a tiki man. It looked like, no, it looked like, it looked like a, a Legend of the Hidden Temple. Okay. You know, this yeah. stuff, it looked like him. I think that's maybe the last boss in the Amazon. Yeah, it was definitely the Amazon, yes. Okay. So did you wasn't, finish wasn't any of the others? I did not. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Yeah, I so, did not. This time around, I was slugged. I was not doing the my best. <laughs> hey, I will take it. You know, make up some ground on uh, on your lead there. I will These are two of my favorites, up. so it was a nice uh, trip down memory lane for me. All right, so now I guess we got to pick a winner, which. Uh, Pretty overwhelmingly, you guys picked uh, DuckTales. That's 75% of our online vote across Facebook and Twitter went with DuckTales. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Like, like, you can't say hoopla without rep- replying hoopla. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the way we're wired. Um, wow, this is a really hard one for me. I really liked both of these. Yeah, and this one's hard. I'll be honest, whichever one doesn't advance, I'm still going to go back and play and try to beat. Um, just because they're both really fun. And honestly, I feel like Oof. if either of these games had been against Zelda last week, it probably would have won. Uh, I, um, I know my choice. I'm going to pick Bubble bubble. I'm the deciding vote. Um, <laughs> just had to do it. You are the deciding you? vote because everyone else voted for. This <laughs> one for Ducktales, so it's one to one. You know, we are going to the round of sixteen, and. I suspect that 
Like this, this should just be the best of the best going forward, right? And in my opinion, I may be in the minority. I think you agree with me. Capcom made a better Disney licensed game for NES than DuckTales. This is not the best of those Saturday morning cartoon adaptations. Right. And there's nothing left in the tournament that's remotely like Bubble Bobble. Correct. So with based on that criteria, because I really can't choose which one I like more, I'm going with Bubble Bobble as well. Nice. I will say this. Bubble Bobble. Uh, I think Bubble Bobble will be in someone's list of Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it, it's just one of those classics, even like everyone, I think if someone gets a picture of that dragon, people would know, probably not Bubble Bobble, but definitely the other game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, they're iconic characters, you know, yeah, so, from not even their own franchise. And I don't, I don't know, man. I think I, I legit do think the game is better than DuckTales. I think I had a better time playing it. Like I, like we said, it's easy to pick up. Like you could, <laughs> I, we could, if we didn't have the password system, we could start at number one and we'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, I played well, 45 levels before I realized that, <laughs> exactly that I, I was replaying. I mean, I knew I was replaying. I just, I had forgot there was passwords. So yeah, so that's what I think. I think it would just be better in general. Yeah. All right. Well, so now we know that Bubble Bobble will move on to face actually the winner of next week's episode, number 39, Dragon Warrior 4 against number 71, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So Rescue Rangers wins. It'll be looking for revenge for its fallen duck counterparts. <laughs> uh, Rhino sent in his question of the week. Uh, which is ice cream bar companies have had a history of doing weird partnerships with different IPs. If you could do a novelty ice cream based off of one of the top 100 NES games, which would it be and what flavors? Huh. Which is one of those that I feel like I probably should have thought about before recording this, but I also think this is the first time you're hearing the question. So I didn't yep. want to come in with... Uh, an unfair sure advantage. Is. What was that? I'm like, yep, it sure was. This is hard. Uh <laughs> it's really hard. I'm trying to think of like, I mean, you could do like a boy and his blob and just have like popsicles flavored for each of the jelly beans. Um <laughs> yeah. I mean, that seems that's kind of cheating though. That is kind of cheating. Could you do like a pizza flavored popsicle for Ninja Turtles? Yeah, oh, I mean, that'd be gross, but, yes. but... <laughs> so boy, this blob, yeah, you could have you know a blob. Um, see, this is the thing, I feel like I could do any. Game. Oh, and it's ice cream, novelty ice cream. I was thinking popsicles specifically, but yeah, yeah pizza thinking... ice cream would still be gross. Yeah, I was thinking like ice cream truck, you know, you get. Mm -hmm. The character's face and the eyeballs are bubble gum. Yeah, yeah. Or your, you know, your CM Punk ice cream bars. Um, 
Yeah, it's like you could think you, I I could do any character and just do that, but that's kind of cheating. I'd be right. like, well, that's <laughs> that is not the assignment, <laughs> right? What? I feel like maybe like a like a bubblegum flavored Kirby uh, ice cream something, just like you know, pink and yeah, yeah, work. That would work. Or like, um, okay. Um, is it onigiri? Is that what it's called? Those little, like the triangle of rice with the, like the seaweed wrap that like every anime character ever eats. Where it's like a oh, white yeah, triangle yeah. with the little black thing at the bottom. The rice do, cake. Yeah. Do that yeah. in like, because I'm pretty sure that you can that that's one of the things you can eat in River City Ransom when you go to the sushi shop. Just do like a like a vanilla ice cream like triangle with like a little bit of chocolate at the base. Um, make that that shape. That'd be cool. Or like uh, here's another one. Um, oh my god, Castlevania! You do like a vampire strawberry like ice cream that has like maybe i don't know jelly in the middle or something mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah so like you dig into it and like blood comes out yeah 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 that'd be cool yeah these are this is a hard question man sorry go ahead we're not this is why we're not in marketing that's know? right <laughs> that's right um yeah, I'm trying to think of like notable foods from other games, but most games it's like, you know, like Wizards and Warriors and Iron Sword, it's like the giant turkey legs or whatever that you eat to, and you definitely don't want that. I mean, you could do like a uh, like a soda flavored ice cream for like Star Tropics because um, everything is like yeah. cola in that. that or true. bubble bubble gum bobble gum ice cream um i don't know why i'm stuck on bubble gum but i guess because i just watched free guy the other day and there's a whole plot point about bubble gum ice cream (laughs) no and also because at one point all these ice creams had bubble gum in it yeah I you know like I mean? bubblegum ice cream. It's very, I mean, very who, sweet, but it's good. Yeah, who who didn't have, you know, an ice cream truck, the face of Sonic with the eyeballs being... Right, yeah. <laughs> like, or Spongebob now, but I remember I had Power Rangers, I had... Uh, I think Mario was a one. Yeah, but so yeah, lots yeah. of options. Great question, Ryan. Good question, um, you gotta stomp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um... So, how about that Mario movie casting, huh? Before we uh, before we wrap it up, that's kind of the big "quote unquote" gaming uh, news of the week. Jeez. So I will say, I think casting Jack Black as Bowser is a stroke of genius. That was um, pretty great. <laughs> I think he will be excellent. Um, I think Charlie Day is going to be really good as Luigi. Like he just has like <laughs> Luigi energy. Um, I think I'm not, I can't picture what a Keegan Michael Key toad is like, but it's Keegan Michael Key, so I trust that it's going to be hilarious. Um, 
I like Anya Taylor-Joy, but I don't know that she has like a super distinctive voice. Um, and yeah, that's... then there's Mario. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Listen, this is what I'm going to say. I know the world right now is really, really against Chris Pratt. Like, just because his probably his beliefs and everything right. else. But I think it might be okay. <laughs> I don't I know. It's just weird that he's Mario. I know. Yeah, that's my I mean, yeah, I but don't I, like him for all the reasons you mentioned, but yeah, you know, I just I want, don't see like because he's is he gonna do uh like Bob Hoskins style Italian plumber voice? Is he gonna do a Charles Martinet woohoo voice? Or is he just gonna be like Chris Pratt like he was in the Lego movie? Because that's the case, like that's no, I I think Mario. he's gonna I think he's gonna be like Star Lord or whatever, but he's gonna I bet you he's gonna have the woohoo and the oopsie daisy or whatever. <laughs> I know it's Charles Martinet's happen. in it. He's on the cast he, list. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's going to be some kind of like weird like Elseworlds thing where like Chris Pratt's Mario is going to meet video game Mario. It's like, dude, why do you talk like that? Woohoo! <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I don't know. Oh, you know. Oh, I would say I'll reserve judgment till I see it, but I'm judging it. Um, but I mean, I'll still see it. It's a Mario movie. It's uh, yeah, we're we're gonna see it. And come on, Seth. Uh, what's his name? Seth, Seth uh, Rogen. Seth Rogen is as Donkey DK. Kong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is DK like that gonna too. be high? Like, is he gonna... have you seen I people are already like mashing up, like they like taking clips from like Donkey Kong Country and. Like replacing all of Donkey Kong's, you know, rrr, rrr, noises with Seth Rogen's laugh. Laugh. Oh um, my god, that's great. Yeah, they're they're pretty great. Uh, great. I actually saw that before I saw the casting news. It's like, what a weird niche thing I just found on the internet. Uh, and then <laughs> it was like, oh, uh, I saw, that's why people are are remixing Donkey Kong with Seth Rogen. Yeah, I saw that live, and I just couldn't. I I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. When Chris Pratt showed up, I was like, "Oh, oh, this is this is a thing." Yeah, and then the and then they ended it with Seth Rogen and <laughs> yeah, lost it. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Miyamoto's involved, isn't he? Or he's at least a producer. Yeah, he yeah he is involved. I'm sure he loves the casting. Like I said, I'm sure. It's gonna be funny. That's yeah. Re- yeah, that's true. I definitely those, yeah. It'll be fun. I just it's just weird to me. Yeah, it's just weird that you know Chris Pratt is especially <laughs> since like since they're like DreamWorks works so closely with Universal and Universal is building like a you know Nintendo parks. Yep. That like Sorry, that all the Mario things gonna just sound like Chris Pratt now, uh, or are they gonna keep it more to the games? Is Mario in the games gonna start to sound more like Chris Pratt? 
It's true. I don't know. That it's just, it's a very odd choice. Valid uh, questions that you're, uh, that's, I mean, that's more my you know, concern with the Pratt casting. Well, maybe uh, they want to get a, get away from the stereotype. Maybe, maybe. they want to get, yeah, maybe they want to like, okay, but why does Mario have to sound, I mean, we get right. it. he's an Italian right. plumber. Like, right. yes, but. Yeah, you know, he had maybe. two for N64 because the sound chip was so limited that you could right. have a lot of dialogue. You could get, you know, and thank you so much for to playing my game. But, I, um, I, don't re- I don't remember how he sounded in the cartoon. Was in the cartoon, attacked? yeah, in the cartoon, yeah. he was voiced by Captain Lou Albano. Um, oh, wow. So he had like a gruff Brooklyn accent. Hey, Luigi. See, that's we gotta go save have. the princess. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so, Chris Pratt doesn't sound Mario. like either of those. Yeah, no, but. So we'll see. Uh, soon, we'll see. you know what? These are going to be a different kids Mario, and Chris Pratt's going to be the only Mario these kids know. Yeah, because like a lot of people. I mean, this movie. Like I know we we all know Mario is one of the most famous, if not the most famous, video game character of all time. Yeah, but this live action movie is probably going to boost that even more. Well, and it's not live action. It's it's also it's animated. oh yeah, it's CG. Yeah, it's animated. It's uh, right. Illumination. The same people that do like Despicable Me and uh, right, 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 right. Uh, the Penguins, uh, the Madagascar movies. Which so, is which I think I think it's the right yeah. call. I don't think a live action Definitely. works. One hundred percent. Yeah, I don't think it does. I mean, they tried it. They did try it. <laughs> and uh, it did not try it with go Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. And it was not good, which explains why Nintendo has not made a second Mario Brothers movie until now. So they're very oh, they're very protective of their characters. Like it's really hard to get a Nintendo license to do stuff. Like you know, uh, was it Philips that made those like the really bad animated games? the mario yeah. and zelda ones that were just awful and then that was the last time anybody other than nintendo got to make a nintendo game yeah because um, yeah they're which which is funny because i have like comics of that zelda series mm-hmm. but it doesn't make any sense like i was i actually found them the other day and it's like what? oh nice there's like a guy that looks like gaston <laughs> it's so weird Guessing so that weird. issue came out somewhere around 1991 or 92. Yeah, when, I think so. When uh, Beauty and the Beast was hot. Yeah, it was just weird. But yeah, that's the pod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, to recap, Bubble Bobble wins. Uh, we'll face the winner of next week's matchup between Dragon Warrior 4 and Rescue Rangers. So make sure to check out that episode next Thursday when it comes out. Uh, and then we'll start to, I mean, I guess Dragon Warrior is a little spooky. Dragons are spooky and there's like caves and monsters and stuff. There's so we're, not, and... we're not straying super far from spooky as we uh, roll into October. Uh, but then after that, we do have Castlevania uh, at the end of the month. Uh, and then four games in November, two in December. And then we're down to the Sweet 16. Uh, and we're going to wrap all this up by March, as long as our schedules remain human, as opposed to what we had going on there for 
a while. Um, yeah. So yeah, check us out. You can see the full bracket over at challenge.com slash kings of consoles. That's challenge, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E. Uh, you can buy us a cup of coffee over at ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. We're at facebook.com slash kings of consoles. We're at kings of consoles on Twitter. I'm at loopy date. And I'm at Ricky G N7. I can send us an email, kingsofconsolespod at gmail.com. And uh, of course, you can you know rate, review, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so yeah, until next week, play old games. Play old games, everyone. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Hadouli. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans. <laughs>